0: Welcome to the Chef of X podcast.
1: So, from the perspective of let's see, in in regards to religion, yeah. um, I recall I think it was probably sometime last week when people were over. That became a topic, and then it happened for a long time. And we talked about the Bible and like in depth. People had like some different understandings or beliefs, right? And like I wasn't saying much of anything during this conversation because i just have no opinion yeah that's just it um i've lived my experience i've had my dose of religion shoved down my throat and it didn't taste very well Mm. so um yeah chugged it back up and now i just like sit in the side and acknowledge that um you know there are these different options, and I know that they're around, but, like, who's to say which one is correct? Mm. Like, how can you just follow a single religion and be fully indulged in it and not ever question anything else? Like, that, for me, has always been a difficult concept, Um, and especially just, like, with the things that, like, I have seen and experienced, like, in the church or like with other religious people, family members, including. So I'm just like, "Mm, you're saying this thing, Uh, (laughs) but what are you doing? Like, mm, come on, like behind closed doors. It's always a different story. So, yeah. And you're not not just
0: talking about sex. You mean in general, exactly. People don't practice what they preach
1: ever. Uh, most of the time. Um, so like, this discussion began, and I let it just right out and I stayed like just as little as involved as I could because I just don't have much to say that anyone's going to like <laughs> <laughs> yeah because um, and it wouldn't have been taken lightly at all, yeah, and so I was like not going to rustle those feathers right now like let them lay there but it was kind of uncomfortable for me it felt like um, this was like a black topic that we were all supposed to be um, engaging in and discussing and on the same page with or at least semi close on the same pages and for me I was in a completely different book like outside of that one so yeah I was just like, mm. i I don't know it it felt strange. It was like um a piece of my my character, like as a black person, was being ripped away if I engaged in some form that was not accepted, so I just stayed back where it was safe you know <laughs> like yeah. you're gonna rip my card my black card away yeah. from me because you Give don't agree credibility <laughs> like yeah and so i'm just like just because you're like i don't want to be invalidated by you like as a black person so i'm just gonna like stay silent on this like subject because in reality and it you know on a day-to-day basis we are like we are one like we share still similar experiences and like we do have to stay united so I'm not going to personally let this divide us although you know like if it if that like lid were to pop I feel like it could potentially affect other people's like people react differently to certain things but um I try to just like you know stay neutral and not have much judgment and i'm just like i'll have this i like in my bottle you can have that one in yours and that's chill yeah. but um yeah so i was just like all right like i'll be the silent one in this case because it's not a roller coaster i want to ride and then it was like you know brought into things about um um like sexuality and all of those things that is like whether it was, that are tied to religion yes right like directly tied to that and their thoughts are um you know opinions on what the stance on that is and i was just like all of this is really sticky and i want to keep my hands clean
0: <laughs> yeah well the idea that there's an expectation that everyone's on the same page is already a problem right in my book that you should come into a conversation trying to hear out everyone's ideas and if they disagree then you should Try to see why they feel the way that they feel, or why they think what they think. Mm-hmm. But you should never feel that if people don't already agree with you, then there's no discussion to be had, or that people should be, uh, you know, outcasted or whatever.
1: Yeah, I would ask. Um, like once it was like, the the crowd dwindled a little bit. I like would ask intriguing questions that no direct stance yeah <laughs> and that's what i was going gonna like say <laughs>
0: that's that's the position i would like to take in it, or yeah. i usually take in those situations if i can't leave then i'll say okay let me just moderate the conversation mm-hmm. so that I, on, I don't bring in any new facts mm-hmm. i just map out consequences of things that have already been said and show contradictions where they're not obvious right yeah and then say well you're saying this okay let me just go from where you're starting without adding anything (laughs) and show you these things come with it without Mm -hmm. any opinion of mine that's just a a consequence of what you said so you (laughs) show that first you should be proving that there are no contradictions to me if you have something to say yeah otherwise we should both be in the position of having nothing to say um rather than someone saying well you're not talking so that raises suspicion (laughs) <laughs> There's nothing to say. In fact, all, everything you've said, is not it's not on solid ground. Yeah. And I can show you, but I'd rather not show you if I can just avoid it. It's just, you know, <laughs> you had to be the host of, you know, right. get together. So I think you did the right thing.
1: It was like definitely um, there was a small panic inside of me internally that was like, oh, is my silence a dead giveaway? <laughs> like, is this is a giveaway. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's a they're giveaway. They're going to call me out fair. for it. <laughs> you know,
0: you're taking it, you're being a rational human being rather than someone who's completely driven from, you know, fears or anxiety or just uncertainty in general. That's yeah, kind of a horrifying thing is not knowing.
1: Yeah. And how can we truly know it all just as individual human beings?
0: Yeah. Hmm. Know what I
1: mean? (laughs) Seems like that'd be tough.
0: When did you, uh... You got into comedy when you were taking a comedy class or were you interested before? I
1: was interested in comedy for a while. Like, I mean... (laughs) Like, I mean... Um... (laughs) I would watch... I watched stand-up, like, all the time. I would, like... I don't know what age I started getting more into it. Um... But I know just like growing up, I always gravitated towards it. It's like that, like comedy and horror. It's it's like those are my two categories. Yeah. (laughs) Well, they're
0: both about like the outside, like the other, that thing out there. Yeah. You know, comedy is more like someone who's seen the outside and they're coming back and you're like what right, this right. is uh, crazy what are you even how did you even survive that mm-hmm. and horror is just like there's a mystery mm-hmm. and you don't understand it
1: very much um yeah it's also both they're both kind of like the extremes of the sides like mm. of good and bad or yeah. however one perceives that because i know plenty of people who completely dislike horror and anything to do with it mm-hmm. um and some people are just like so so about com- comedy especially stand-up comedy like yeah some people just don't get it um but i've never met a person who doesn't get stand-up comedy <sighs> or if i if i met them i just congratulations didn't know i didn't know they felt that because way because you don't need to yeah but um And I feel like that is something that also makes sense that I would kind of gravitate towards Um, like just experiences like growing up and whatnot. Um, And when I think about it, it's like, Oh, the extreme both sides. What does that sound a lot like? Okay. Like my mom was bipolar. So like that was my entire childhood just, but then, you know, like, Um, you know, her nice wasn't as nice as most people's nice can get, but Mm. you know, it's just like, that's just something living with, dealing with. And it's not as, uh, I don't know, as, as straightforward or basic that as people may think or believe, like it's so much more complex than that. Like all the behaviors and emotion that encompass that and you have to deal with and it's like. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's a part of your entire life. Your lifestyle your lifestyle, in, in some way is definitely affected by it. And mm. just, oh, growing up with that, it's just like, it was, you know, i managed, <laughs> I got here. Yeah. So um, I'm like, I'm pretty proud of myself, but I, it also makes me reflect and um, think back About some of those characteristics that, like, I feel like sometimes I can exhibit as well. Yeah. And um, it just makes me a lot more cautious and conscious of the way that I'm engaging versus the way that I'm trying to engage. Um, But then I also can, like, become just, like, overly analytical about it. (laughs) And then I just am like... (laughs) <laughs> My anxiety is just like choking me, and I'm like, ah, okay, like no, no, calm down, just, just be natural. That's all you gotta do. <laughs> yeah. And so then I get back there, and then I usually chill out. Huh. But um, there's definitely like times where I'm like, oh, mm, like maybe there are, maybe there are some connections where it's just like, um extreme manic when i like didn't really expect it nor like could i stop it yeah it's just like i was really hungry i think i was just really hungry and i don't know what was going on the day but for some reason when i'm like on running on e i'm just like perk up get so much energy (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) i'm just like ah okay like (laughs) <laughs> take on the world and i have to like keep reminding myself like no you need to calm down <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah. you need to eat something and then like rethink about all of this so That's usually what happens but um sometimes it'll happen where it's just like uh, it's so manic and happy and it's like I'm laughing, but I can't stop laughing because it literally feels like there's butterflies in my stomach wow. and I'm just like, I can't <laughs> like, I'm just like on the floor. Like, this is, it's just like, feels like there's butterflies. Like it tickles. Yeah. So like I'm laughing, but then when I laugh, it tickles more. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, I should go eat something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. You probably, but you're aware of a lot of things, so you have a huge advantage over people who aren't.
1: But it doesn't make me, um, like, yeah, exactly. It doesn't make me immune to it, or like that much less susceptible to like um, falling into these to these moods, and like falling into the depression or just like long periods of time. And I come back and I'm like, okay, like, I'll get (laughs) 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 it again. Happy for a while, super organized, just like under (laughs) control and then crash. Yeah. But getting back up is the important part and like knowing how to do that. That's, I feel like what's been keeping me through it all. It's like every time I pick myself back up though, because I'm like, it's not as bad as something else, anything else that I've gone through when I was much younger, you know, at younger. And I'm like, okay, I should be able to manage this. Like, if I've made it this far and I've gone through all that I have and I've gotten here, this isn't shit. Mm. So pick yourself up and yeah, be be nice, but move forward. Yeah. You know, and so that's just like kind of the mindset. I have to like keep myself in... Yeah. Most of the time to remember like be gentle, but I'll also keep moving forward I think because that's a good I can be very too. harsh <laughs> like, yeah. on myself. And it's like, I feel like a lot of people like can be very harsh on themselves um, when they're trying to build themselves up. And it's like, you gotta be gentle. <laughs> yeah. Be gentle, but just keep moving forward because mm-hmm. you got it.
0: Yeah. Because I mean... Bipolar disorder is a mood disorder. Um, But people do have regular mood swings. It's just that how long does, you know, the manic stage last or the depressive stage last? And is there any reason for it? Yeah. Yeah. If there's no reason for it at all, if, you know... I mean, you mentioned that maybe sometimes you don't eat as much, but I don't know if that was a consequence of it or like a a cause. But... um, Actually, here's another black
1: issue. How do you feel about uh, white counseling? <laughs> like from a white person being my counselor? Yeah. Ooh. So I've actually had some white counseling myself. Oh, wow. Um, Sounds like a bad thing happened. You know, it. I couldn't say that. Well, I'm not going to say that it was all bad. Like, And I feel like it actually did help for sure. Um, It was, like, definitely um, my, like, the most time I spent in counseling was with this person, I believe. Um, And I've continued counseling, like, after that and met with, like, people of color, women of color. um, And that's been really nice. And, like, um, the connection, you know, is, like, it feels good and it feels authentic and really nice to just like speak and naturally and comfortable.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, it I feel like it definitely was an improvement, and it it just allowed me to like kind of release a little bit more um, when I f- first started like going to counseling more regularly, um, when I was younger with that white counselor. Mm-hmm. Um, like I think overall it went well. Um, And one of the things that I immediately, well, not immediately realized, but, like, I consistently realized was every time I'd go in, um, she'd always ask me, like, how I was feeling that day. And I could never give her a straight answer. Like, I could just never answer the question. Like, it was, like, the hardest fucking question in the world. Mm. And I, like... I just like, didn't know what to say. I'm like, I just feel, I don't know, blank, is that one? Like, is that one I can pick? Because how, how do I describe, like how can I even say you want me to like, pick one thing, one mood from this thing of how I feel, these smiley faces or sad faces and all these faces, I gotta pick one? I can't fucking do it. Yeah. So that was always my biggest challenge. And I don't know why it didn't occur to me or even her before. Like like what that could even mean or what that could be related to, like even slightly. It's yeah. like, but now when I think about it, that's like a, a yellow flag at least.
0: Yeah. Like, that's a symptom of depression. Uh, wait, wait, wait. It's a symptom of something. It's a negative symptom of, of a lot of things. But I think yeah. it's depression where you, you can't recognize where you feel or you f- it's the lack of things. Right. And there are positive symptoms where it's you feel something extra or different. But there's the negative ones. The negative ones could be harder to identify. Like yeah. something's missing. Well, especially if it's mm. been missing for a while, then you don't even know what normal is like.
1: That's where I was. I didn't know my normal because I was always the lens that I see through like the lens that I always perceive through were this lens that was clouded by all of this you know pain and just lots of experiences that I was holding with me and just carrying with me um and so it was just like how can I see or know, like when this is clouding entirely. But that was like for as long as I can remember that, you know, I'm like, okay, <laughs> like things are fucked up and uh, I'm in the middle of them. Yeah. You know, I learned that really quick, really young. And so it was just like, okay, I got to like keep a stable head. Just like, don't let it wobble too much. I mean, like, real young, I had to, like, figure that out because it was, like, it was not tough. I mean, it was not, it was not tough. <laughs> um, it was not easy, like, but, I mean, I got through it. Um, I feel like I remember a shit ton of things. Like, my memory is, my long-term memory is pretty impeccable um, wow. I can recall things from as young as I was like one years old um, my mom tells me tells me that I could recall I don't know how I knew this but like um, I remembered I think it was just like years ago I was having this discussion with her about like when I was born and whatnot and Um, apparently after I was born my dad was like going to go to like um, hospital to see her but like um, he got to the house and he was staying in the parking lot he was sleeping in his car because he couldn't get in contact with her on the phone and the neighbor let my mom know that and so um, she had him sent over to the hospital but like I recall something that it just doesn't make sense. Like I rode back in the in that truck, I guess, with them. Like yeah. he he brought us back and everything. But I remembered <coughs> that like there was like um, a Mickey Mouse like decal in the in the back window of this like red truck. Yeah. And like she had never told me that before. Hmm. And uh, he's. How, he didn't like stick around my whole life or anything or n- for hardly any of it. So it's just like, where did I recall that from? Like how young was I when I was able to gauge that? Or I was just like, Mm, this thing. Yeah. But I'm like, mm, it's kind of interesting mom. Like I, I kind of knew who he was to some extent. Like she said, I smiled at him when I was in the hospital. Like, hmm. and he held me. I was like, Oh, Interesting infant' <laughs> it's like yeah. interesting newborn you got there um, mm. but like i almost I also almost died when she was giving birth to me because uh I started losing um uh my my heartbeat like it started going down really low, yeah um because the cord was just like kind of jumbled when they were trying to take me out um. You know, here I am, <laughs> alive and breathing, and my heart is still beating. Actually, yeah. it probably beats twice as fast <laughs> on average as it was uh, when <laughs> I was being born. <laughs> mm. But, like, I just remember plenty of things from my young childhood, from one like upward and I don't know it's it's kind of strange but I know that it's related to my experiences because they say that you yeah like when you have gone through a lot of um traumatic experiences and just a lot of things in life that you end up having like really good memory um I feel like that's pretty accurate. Hmm. It's it's proving to be pretty accurate so far. Uh, And it's like, it's not always stuff you want to remember, but it's there. And, like, I think over time, like, in more recent years, I was just, like, trying to forget or just, like, let it, you know, like roll away on its own or whatever, but like it doesn't matter how much weed I smoke. That shit's <laughs> never going to stop. <laughs> 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 yeah. Smoking more might not be the it's, solution. It's to not, it's not going anywhere. It's right fucking here.
0: Well, what do you think about replacing it with positive,
1: new positive experiences, new focuses, think it'd be brilliant, it'd be a brilliant way to turn compost yeah. into viable plants.
0: Yeah, yeah, because if you have something that you're going toward, then it makes more sense to focus all of your you know, mental faculties on making that thing happen. And it may turn out that if it's intense enough that you spend all of your energy, um, basically trying to imagine the future and bring it into existence rather than holding on to the past Mm -hmm. I I feel that this is what is happening with me but I don't know for sure I don't know if there's any uh, you know it could be temporary it could be that um, as I move toward these future things in the moment I feel focused on them but overall I still have the same set of memories Um, but I definitely feel that yeah. If something is the center of my world, then all other things are secondary. So um, as long as like remembering the past isn't the center of my world and something is, then over time, I, you know, just lose memories in a more natural way. Rather than these kind of traumatic pieces constantly jumping into the present, mm-hmm. it's just present and future and a little bit of the past, but not even necessarily um, the most harmful parts. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that a lot of what I've done since I've been here has been like creating a new future in my mind. Like, okay, what what do I want things to be like a year from now? Because almost everything that is happening now is stuff I was imagining last year. Like this is a a lot of stuff is the stuff I wanted to happen a year Mm -hmm. from now. So I'm living in the past in the sense that like, mm. everything I'm doing, I remember when I was dreaming of doing it, Right. I was like in a completely different situation. So now, I mean, right now it's, it's it, things are gonna change from how they are right now. But what do I want them to be like in the future? And as I'm putting that together, which I still can't because I don't have my ID and I don't have my courses and I don't have my <laughs> As I, I don't have work study, as I'm putting that together, I'm realizing, like, this is a completely new version of me that hasn't existed before. So if I'm really, like, putting my energy into it, then um, a lot of the stuff from the past, it's just not going to be relevant for me to be thinking about. It might come up Mm -hmm. against my will, but it's no longer the most relevant thing to reference. So um, I, I feel that, you know the things in in the front of my mind have already changed over the last two weeks. You know, the things that were like immediate when I woke up in the morning, they were there, or I Mm -hmm. I thought of the world in this way. It's already shifted and it's probably going to keep shifting for the next few months. Yeah. Um, But I think that's a method that seems to work for me. Mm -hmm. And, um, but I've also like been sober for two years, so I mean I'm have a different brain, arguably <laughs> uh, so there, there there are a lot of factors that are different, but uh, yeah I, th- I think what you want is uh probably still possible yeah, 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 even if you haven't smoked away the trauma. <laughs> there may be better methods. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we can still try both. Yeah, you can try both. <laughs>
0: hey, it's medicinal, right? It is. <laughs> How do you keep the uh, alarm from going off? The alarm. Apparently, yeah. I, I told you I got a text saying, by the way, that alarm is like the number one alarm oh. for all the domes. If you fuck it up, guess what? The whole fire department's going to slide through, so you better not fuck it up. And I was like, all right. I don't know why you had to send me an extra message. Yeah. But uh yeah, how how would you, what do what's you What's the secret?
1: Oh, what's my secret? Like
0: then again, maybe this shouldn't be discussed.
1: I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe this shouldn't be discussed. Never mind. I mean, but in general, I mean, there's no secret to it. The thing is, I'm not doing anything that's going to set it off in any traumatic way. Oh, when I'm cool. cooking my like vegan sausages. I always have that fan kind blasting on <laughs> really high <laughs> because um, I know that gets smoky and it, it, it will be sensitive to that if it like gets up there. Yeah. But for the most part, um, it it's fine, like um as far as like other smoke being in the like space. It's um it's heat sensitive primarily and then there's like some other there's like the there's some other sensors in there for specific chemicals, um that are dangerous. But for the most part, just make sure you have that fan on in yeah. the kitchen and you should be pretty that good. Everything's fine. Yeah. yeah. I think they were just they were trying to scare No, me. they were not trying to scare you because one time I was making pancakes and just one side of the pancake got a little bit too toasty. Yeah. It went off immediately and we couldn't we couldn't make it stop yeah it was like we were trying to fan it so it was like go away it wouldn't stop the fire department showed up they were all serious trying to find like the source of the issue like (laughs) looking at me hella suspicious like what was it what caused it and i'm just like "Mm." i just like held up the pancake like this uh you know you see this like burnt side of my pancake? No, there's That's no all. way. I've
0: been in the fire department for <laughs> nine years. There's no way that this silly pancake could cause all this ruckus.
1: Yeah. So, the entire crew came out there just for a pancake, like a small one at that. So, <laughs> it was very disappointing. I was like, okay. I mean, if y'all like, though, there's some fresh ones. There's some fresh ones that, that are, are not burnt.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't think they're allowed to accept. <laughs>
1: yeah so but then they have to like go back um behind like dome four or like behind the laundry area and turn off like the alarm from there so it's it's like a whole process like not only does it go off like the fire department will come um most likely. And if not, then that alarm will just keep going off until someone actually goes in there and physically turns it off. Like, Can
0: we go in there and turn it off?
1: Yes, if you know how to. I'm but you can learn that. from, um, I think a couple of domies know how to do it. Or like, you s- <laughs> there were a couple of domies that knew how to do it. But Speaking I'm sure like um, some staff will know. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which... I have to pee. No. Um, but I also want to show you that sign before uh, we go out that the door. Sign. Okay, wait. <laughs> l- let me wrap it up <laughs> officially then. Yeah. With the
0: most important question. The most the important
1: universe. question in right. the universe. Yes.
0: Flip or spin?
1: Uh. Spin. That's right. The Chef of X podcast. (laughs) Mmm, delicious.
0: Here's a quick message from our one and only sponsor, True Facts. True True Facts. Facts. We said it, therefore it's true. You know what's good? It's the young sheep. I just wanted to give a quick shout out and testimonial to my brothers at True Facts. You know what I'm saying? True Facts is the only online news source
1: that I can trust.
0: They already figured it out, man. They post real shit only. The shit I agree with. You know what I mean? You never got to worry about checking those sources with True Facts. They got it done. Plus, they got some real n****s and bad b****s working up in that motherfucker, You know what I'm saying? So, you know, shout out to True Facts. True, true facts. facts. We, we said, said it, therefore it's true. It's true.